0: I'm just a little toxic podcast. I'm your host, Callie Cole, and uh, I'm excited because uh, I have a special guest. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Brother Jamal of the That's Run Tell That podcast, but uh, you're actually a professor. So I want you to let the people know uh, what you do uh, for, uh, pro- uh, professionally and your exact title.
1: Well, we do a lot of things, uh, with regards to, one, we teach, two teach at Georgia Southern University, was at Savannah State for approximately 10 years, but more importantly, we have a museum in Riceboro, Georgia, Geechikunda. So there, we tell that folks, that is the epicenter of African culture in the United States. But then also we have a tour company called Day Claim Journeys. And we're also involved in what we call human rights activities, so we do a bunch of things. So that's why when people want to talk about, you know, say, like the, the, the institution stuff, I'm like, yo, we're more involved in other things with regards to liberating our people. But then also throw it out there. We tell folks, people know me also, it's Jamal Ture, the one-man NAACP. Because we're out there. We're putting it out there. So, yeah, so that's what it's about. So if you want somebody to stand up and speak out for you, people know who to come to, Jamal Ture, cause we have no fear. So, folks, no fear of man, no fear of woman, because we love God.
0: Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I like that. I'm with you on that. All now, right. uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, where you're from, where your family from, what shapes your views?
1: <laughs> Savannah and Hilton Head, both sides of the water, South Carolina and Georgia. So we have a different perspective about a lot of things. And put it out there, let folks know this. I am Pan-African. I'm Pan-African. I believe in the unity of African people. Right, right, No matter where they're from in the world. And the other thing people know about me, too, I'm what you call a JLA. Now, for other people, they hear j they like, what is that? But we get caught up into, again, somebody else's narratives. And so they like to use this word griot or griot. Right, right, right. That's a French word. Mm-hmm. We never call the people who chronicle our history griots. Right. Griot. right. We call them JLAs, Jalimusos, San uh, Sangomas. Because again, so my job is to tell the story of African people no matter where they are. And so that's the other part of me. And so with regards to that, that's the experience that I gained on Hilton Head and in Savannah, being out of Dodge City in Savannah. And people know Dodge City. Well, they don't necessarily know Dodge City like we know Dodge City, mm-hmm. because it was a regional hub for black folks in coastal Georgia, southern South Carolina, and city Savannah, our part of our Black Wall Street area, mm-hmm. then Hilton Head Island being right there. And my folks go back to Hilton Head and the Bluffton, South Carolina area since at least 1814. Wow, wow. So the tell folks, so we invested in this area, right. we invested. And so my family in Georgia, again, early 1800s also. And so what's unique about us too is that, see, no matter what y'all go on, tell me this stuff about 40 acres of mule, you never got it. See, black folks from this area can never say that, should never say that. Right. Oh, excuse me. Some of us shouldn't say that because I asked you today, I said, so how long has the family land been with you all? They said, 1800s. I said, where do you think that came from? That came from, it doesn't mean, or it doesn't matter about the government having reneged on that promise with regards to that. Guess what some of your ancestors did? They went to the tax auctions. They went to those former landowners and began to acquire that property. So what does that mean right there? That means your family were a part of people who were able to get the land because our ancestors demanded that because they understand about autonomy and independence. So that's why we have a great museum called Gichi Kunda. Mm-hmm. And Kunda means family compound. So when you know your story, again, you don't spit out stuff. I tell folks, many of us do not know history, no mythology. Right, right, right. We spit out mythology. Mm-hmm. Even black mythology. Even black folks give out. They think, they, they, they're, going to say, they think they're aware. And I'm looking at them like, you don't even have a clue. You still spit out the same stuff. Oh, what did you say, Jamal? About griot? That's right. The people you think are so in tune and so aware, they're going to tell us some damn griot or griot, guess what I'm looking like you ain't even got it together. So again, that's what part of my background, that's coming up in the environment where black folks looked out for black folks, mm-hmm. black folks demanded black folks to excel, black folks who did not do things that were detrimental to them collectively. Because we see, we understand we're responsible for exactly. one another exactly. and that's how we function. Because again, we always advance us.
0: Now let me ask you this because I'm hearing the way you talk so I could kind of, I might have a little clue on how you teach. What, how is it different from you being at Savannah State and being at Georgia Southern? Well, what are some of the things that you're doing differently over there? Or are you running the same type program? I'm interested because you're, 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 you know, you're, you're speaking uh, a very, very uh, keyed in on our issues and who we are as a people. So I'm wondering, like, at Georgia Southern, are you doing the same thing? Are you teaching a program up there?
1: So, let me share this with you. Um, people know that, again, we have a tour company. And what happens, you know, people, I do presentations, it doesn't matter. We can go anywhere in the world, it doesn't matter. And people see me do the presentations, people see me do the tours, and they ask me a question. They say, when you deal with white folks, do you change your tune? So you got it, right? they okay with so, it, they're 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 right. In. So he ain't yeah, right. put it on. We're going to bring. Gonna keep we, right, we, I'm it. I'm saying we're going to bring it. We're going to give it. i, I just give example of something. I, I had someone, I spoke about Aerie Lennox. I brought that up in the class on Tuesday. So Aerie Lennox, y'all know pressure. You know, y'all know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Eric goes to, she, she goes to Ghana. She goes to Ghana. Then she goes and she sends it out about how she felt, how it was spiritual, how it was healing for her to be in Ghana. Then the folks began to criticize her about that. How do you know your people from Ghana and all the other madness like that? Mm. So they're attacking the sister who now says, I've gone to Africa, and now it's like it's like it's like been a moving experience for me, it's something that has touched my soul, touch who I am. We should resonate with that. We all should feel that. We should cheer that on. But some people began to attack the system. So then I said to folks in my class, I say, All right, show me a show of hands. Those of you who, who know about Dublin Ireland, who like Dublin. I had my hand up, and they, all people had their hands up. Then I say, what about London, England? People had their hands up, then had their, and then I said, what about Athens, and I talk about Rome, and I talk about Milan, especially, you know, Fashion Week in Milan, and all that. Then I say, in Paris, how many of y'all like about Paris, because, you know, Paris is the French are going to say the city of love. So I said, now, here got the deal. See, now, you Americans go to all those places and you write back, you send back, you tweet back about how the beautiful Paris is and how you're yeah. going to be in the Parson and all other stuff. You do all of that and nobody even criticized you. Yeah. Nobody even questioned you about that. But here going, somebody goes to Africa... We got the audacity to question that. I said that's insanity. Right, 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 right. And so they had laughed initially. I told them, saying I said now y'all see the insanity. Y'all not see." And so here in the class that I is, that's a class of Caucasians and African people. So you see, I don't miss my words with regard to this. We okay. throw it out there. Now, no,
0: no, no, now not to cut you off, but where do you think that stigma comes from? We you know because. That. because you're talking about, like you say, people love, they love to travel and show mm-hmm. you that they're going uh, hiking through Europe. They yes. love to show mm-hmm. you. That's right. And, and even if you do, if you do say you love Africa, you only love North Africa or the Middle East. Yeah, and, you know, and so what, what, what do you think? You think that's just westernized thinking or you think that's like a worldwide view? Well,
1: look, well, I'm going to say this. I asked a question. I thought I'd tell you respond to me. Who controls the black community? <laughs> Who controls the black community?
0: It's like black women.
1: Mm, I'll tell you wrong. Okay. The media controls the black community. The media puts out detrimental things about us and put out hypocritical things about us, and we run with them. Then we sell it. We pass it on. Right. We pass on that mythology. And so, and guess what? They don't do that just to us in the United States, in the Caribbean, South America, right. in Europe, in Africa. So that's what happened. It comes from, again, somebody else hitting you. And so I tell people, the same dog that bit you bit us. So, and what happened? So now the same poison that's given in education has not hit all of us. And so and they, it, it, it knocks us out, but that's just for a segment of us. See, a segment of us will get ignorant like that. But what's happened too? some other folks came to the sister's rescue and that's what we got to be about. We got to be about that. And I tell folks, it's something we call the sabbikun. Mm. The translation of sabbikun is vanguard. I tell folks, we must be the sabbikun of the sabbikun. We must be the vanguard of the vanguard. Right, right. That's why when I said early on, we don't have no fear of man or woman. Right, we right, have right. no fear because I understand my job is to be a part of the sabbikun. This is my part of my destiny. Right, right, and so just to throw out there, the folks know this, I tell people this. No child is an accident. No child is an accident. Say, this, say that, say no that. No child is an accident. Everyone that is here has been ordained to be here by the Most High. Right, right. And so because you've been ordained to be here, so guess what? My brother Cole, guess what? That means that you got some purposes. You got some divine purposes in your life. Right. So it's no accident right here. So for you to be here right now, and that's why I'm saying not purpose, because some of the things, we got one purpose in life. No, you don't. You got purposes. You are supposed to have an impact on this world. But then you got free will on how you, what type of impact you have. You can be negative, detrimental, or you can actually be the part of the one that's going to elevate us. And so that's what that's about. It's about us elevating. And so with regard to that, it comes down to people don't want you to elevate. Right. So they're going to give you the miseducation. They're going to give you the mentality for you to hate yourself and even something connected to you. But then you're going to have that savvy who' who's going to step up to the plate. Right. They're going to be out there. They're going to let it be known. Like, no, uh uh-uh, that sister, yes, when I went to Africa, it was healing for me, too. In my right mind, I began to take a different perspective with this. That goes back to Richard Pryor and all of them. When they say they go there and like, you know what, Richard Pride said, I'm not going to use the N-word no more. Mm-hmm. When I went to Africa, that hit him. Right, right. Here goes somebody who made, who made a career off of it. Right, right. So right. now he got touched. And so people respected pride. Right. So the same thing with regards to us, because those are issues we got to deal with right now. Right, right. We got people who misguided, misguided souls, but we got to bring them back to them understand their nature. Understand their divine purposes.
0: I like that. Talking about purposes. And uh, we're going to come back uh, more with Brother (laughs) Jabari. He he done already hit me with so much, but I got some questions for him. I'm Just a little Toxic Podcast. More coming up.
2: Are you hungry for some real down-home fried chicken? The kind that Big Mama used to make? Then come down to Big Chick King, operated by the owners of Big Chick McDonald's. Big Chick has been serving the community for 50-plus years and has now expanded its menu to offer hot wings and the chicken and beef filling. Taste our delicious secret blend of herbs, spices, and love. And if it's a chicken sandwich you want, don't eat that wimpy chicken sandwich. Come get our Georgia-famous 9-ounce filet chicken sandwich. For the real taste in chicken, it's Big Chick and Big Chick King, home of the original marinated southern fried chicken.
3: Good fried chicken and good everything. Name that's on the menu is good. Come on down get some of that cooked bird because it is the word. You the
2: There are no mistakes or regrets in this life, only the opportunity to learn and evolve. Leave your imprint on this earth. In that process, it's a responsibility and calling to aid others where possible. When you've been blessed, you should look to be a blessing. That can take the form of your time and resources. You only have one life to make a difference in others, so why not show up and be great? But not for the sake of yourself, but for a generation of onlookers who are looking to see what's possible. Being a State Farm Good neighbor in the community is a privilege that I don't take for granted. My name is Sherry DeVos Denard, and my office is located in the industrial side of McDonough, Georgia. We service all of Georgia, in neighboring states, Alabama and South Carolina. You can reach us today for all of your auto, home, life, and small business needs at 678-782-3005 or online at sddinsurance.com and on all social media platforms. We look forward to earning your business.
0: I'm Just a Little Toxic Podcast. I'm your host, Callie Code, and I'm here with Dr. Amir Turey. And uh, he, he was telling me to call him brother Jamal, but he didn't me up in the first
1: second. Nah. So we're
0: gonna go ahead and get into it. One of one of the, one of the uh, things that I liked that you said was uh, everybody has God given purpose. Purpose is that's right. But at the same time, you addressed something when you said no child is a mistake.
1: That's right. But that's right.
0: Why is it in our community? Uh, we know we we have economic struggles. We know there's a lot we're facing. But why is it still that 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 stigma or that problem as if Children are a problem, and they're taking things out of our pocket, and they're in the way. It seems like uh, our children come into the world into this frustration, and, and they can't shake it off.
1: Yeah, that's a part of, again, how we've we, we gotten together. Mm. Because, again, we buy into other people's values. We have ignored the values that come with us as a people. And I, and I, I have to go and say this that I tell folks when I see you, I see me. Now, the reason why I say that, because I asked folks, I said that imagine that you're there on the continent, you're on the continent, and that they come into the community and they take out 10 members of your family on the continent. And then they're tracking them, they're marching them across the continent. And along the way, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, dead. They die along the way, making their way to the factories. And see, people hear factories, you think of a place where you make something. No, the greatest factories of all time in the history of the world are not Toyota, GM, Hyundai. is Gori Island, mm-hmm. Bunce Island, Elmina, Cape Coast, Wida, Banana, Little Popo. That's just the name of very, 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 very few of them along the coast of Africa. Because somebody was called a factor. That meant that we're an investor or a middleman. And so the investors or middlemen will pay their commodities in factories. And so the factories along the coast of Africa are called black gold or black ivory. Mm. our ancestors. So they put the African women in factories, they put the black men in factories, they have children's factories and children's dungeons. So three out of seven survived to get to the factories. Then in the Middle Passage, people talk about, so again, people talk in the Middle Passage, they don't even talk about the march on the continent itself. That's
0: right, right, to come across. That's right,
1: seven out of ten are going to die right there. So in the Middle Passage now, one or two might die in the Middle Passage. Mm. So I tell folks this. So if you see a person Africa of African descent in America's that means, well, excuse me. Only the best of the best survive to make it to the Americas. Fair, fair, fair. So, if you see a person of African descent in the Americas, that means that they are descendants of the best of the best. Wow!
0: And, but, and, 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 and too no too many people don't teach like that. Too many people don't say that. I was just talking to uh, I was talking to my mom and I was talking to a friend about that. I was like, you know, it's funny how we we overlook like the the. I also want to say the danger, uh, uh, the, the the health safeties that people went through to get over here. If you made it, then you it's nothing you can't overcome.
1: And and, and right, and so with that, so you being the center of the best of the best, that's why I tell for any African person that I see when I see you, that's why I see me because right. it's something I know about you, something mm. that I I don't even have to have a conversation with you. Right. I know for a fact that somebody in your family survived, like somebody in my family survived. Amen. That's right there. That's powerful right there. That's voluminous. No people on the planet earth can say that except for African people in the Americas. That means that only we can say something like that. So with that right there, for you to be here, then that means that you got a purpose in your life to create some great things, to do some great things. And so, but instead, if you have been trained by other people, that's when you're going to look at us being enemies. You look at your own families being the enemy. You look at your wife being the enemy. You look at your husband being the enemy. You look at your children being the enemy. That, that's how we function. Even with regard to my class, I tell folks, I say, check this out. I say, education is not about being adversarial. Right. Education is not being about adversarial. It's not about professor against student or student against professor. No, that's not what it's about. It's about elevation. Education is about elevation. That's what they're supposed to do. So when we not get, let these other people not teach us and guide us, then, Yeah, we are gonna look at a child as a burden, just like people say, uh, women from Venus, men are from Mars. Right, right. We don't get caught up in no stuff like that. Right, right, right. We are a collective; that we all have a peace with regards to this right here, this divine purpose with regards to all this. How we sort of function here. So the yeah, so again. Children are taken away from me, but then also to become pawns, just like our love becomes a pawn game. Mm. Our love with one another, right. men and women love having issues right there. Men and men, women and women, children and children. We all not have issues with love, not true, truly loving ourselves because, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Rewind. When you love yourself, you can love other people. That's right. That's right. 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 But when you don't love yourself, guess what? So I'm going to tell you this right here. Because you know I got stuff. I do a bunch of stuff. People know I'm all over. They know Jamal always on the go. So this is the deal. When I wake up in the morning, tell you I'm going to give you my personal business right now. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm right. Listening. I wake up in the morning, and I look in the mirror, and I love me. I know. see me. I love me. <laughs> even if my hair ain't together, even right. if I'm like, I, I love me. And guess what? So when I see you, I love you. Definitely. When I see you, I love you, because guess what I love me. But, but if I wake up in the morning, I'm like look in the mirror, God, you know, this... I ain't feeling me. Guess what? When I see you, I ain't feeling you. Mm. I ain't feeling you. So that means that I can do something detrimental to you. I can do something harm for you. I can cause harm. I can bring you some pain. Right, right, right. And I'm feeling okay about that, trying to get a little satisfaction with regard to the dislike of myself. Mm. See, because that's what it's about. See, because now they put the stuff in for us not even to like ourselves, so then we can't even go and love people truly. Can't even love our community. We can't even love our families. Can't even love our brothers and love our sisters. Can't even love the things that we do. We don't even love the work that we do. You know, because it's, it's a chore. So it ain't about no love right now. It's just to get by with something. No. But, the, and then, but I'm going to say it. And then you lie and so say you love God. You don't love no God. Because guess what? You got to love your brother. But, but and be about that business.
0: And, and see, uh, I remember uh, earlier you mentioned you're a Pan Africanist. That's all right. don't know where Marcus Garvey stood with religion. So with you being a Pan Africanist, where do you see religion uh fitting or, or what do you subscribe to or what do you view all black people need to connect in, in that area, in that aspect?
1: No, he ain't even asked me something like that. I he ain't asked I me. Asked he, 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 asked, he asked me. Too. Because guess what? He being a host right now. No, he being a host because he know what the deal is. He know what I'm supposed to hit y'all with. Bam! We gonna pimp slap y'all with it if you don't even understand it. Guess what? African people, excuse me. If you rewind again. Yo, who were the first people on this planet? Who were the first people on the planet? Africans. Right,
0: right.
1: Who were the first people on this planet to acknowledge that there's a Most High, mm. that there's a Creator? Right. So as a Pan-African, we understand that. See, now people got some <laughs> mis- miscued ideas. <laughs> I'm the first one to walk on this planet to acknowledge that there's the Most High. I'm the first one to go and say that there's Ula Dumare, an I'm the first one to say there's a law. I'm the first one to say that there's a God. I'm the first one to say that. On the planet Earth, it's African people, nobody else. Ooh, hold on up, Jamal. Who are the first one to create rituals to acknowledge the Most High? It's African people, it's us. I don't never give up my birthright. So I'm saying that to some of y'all. You don't give up your birthright on some stupidity. Mm. That's your birthright. You're the first one. You're the first one that's been shaped and fashioned by the Most High. The cred. Listen here. When you talk about my background, right. as a kid, as a kid, because my family, again, Hilton Head, Savannah, they made sure that we looked at the National Geographic shows with Louis Leakey. So as a kid, I'm looking at this right here and they give me information and let me see books and other stuff. So I'm seeing this stuff right here. And I'm like saying, okay, um, the first people on the planet Earth are in Africa? Right. I'm black.
3: <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: That means I'm from Africa. Right. So that means that we first. So I understand. So I'm, understand, I'm understanding my greatness right there as a kid. I mean, see, I wasn't disconnected by what, these other, what the world was trying to come and hit some us with. And some people got caught up into that. But for me... I'm like saying, yo, and so now we take it to another level. When we go and talk about a creator, we talk about the most high, whatever name you use for the most high, guess what? It is us first to even go and do this. The first people excuse me, the first people to ever speak, say how I'm talking right now, how you talking right now. The first one that ever people ever to speak were African people. We were the first ones to have the voice. Then we also the first one to not go and acknowledge that there's a creator and also create the rituals for God. Yo. I don't give up no birthright. That's your insanity if that's what you want to do. But Jamal Terre, and my folks, my people, no, we don't give it up. So that's why as a Pan-African, that's us. That's part of the revolution.
0: But I, and, and, that's part
1: of the liberation. And
0: the thing is, I feel like you, but then at the same time, uh, there is a disconnect at certain times because I could talk to older members of my family and if I, I say very what you just said hey we started in Africa we are the original people we created having a relationship with God we were the ones the first to talk with God and walk with God you know it sounds crazy they don't see themselves in that light and it, I, all I ever hear about uh, uh, Africa is just it's a, a, a polytheistic society
1: and again, who's defining that? Who's saying that? You have no problem embracing Rome about that and, and, and about Jupiter and Zeus and all that. <laughs> right. you, have, you have no problem with any right. of that. But see, again, well, it comes down to that same hatred, right. That's self-hatred. And so and when you understand that people self-hatred, you didn't, you you make a, a concerted plan in your mind to say, I will still begin to plant the seeds in them, because all it is about planting seeds, you can plant the seeds or you can go say, OK, I'm not going to waste my time. And you have that right to do that, saying, OK, I ain't going to waste my time. That's where they want to go. But I'm going to still plant the seeds with other people. That's what it's about. And that's why that is so crucial with regards to that. And, um, you know, again, there is a man. He preached a sermon, he said in the 1800s and coming to the 1900s. He said God is an African. 1800s. His name is Bishop Henry McNeil Turner. Mm -hmm. Bishop Turner is called the father of liberation theology. Bishop Turner also gave a sermon. He said that I have the Bible on one hand, I got a gun in the other hand. Bishop Turner is the one who was the greatest Republican Party official in the state of Georgia during Reconstruction. Bishop Turner, the first Southern uh, Baptist, I mean, the first Southern minister, uh, a bishop of the Amy Church. Bishop Turner was right here in Savannah, Georgia, right here in coastal Georgia, postmaster in Macon, Georgia. Again, a powerful man. And he preached a sermon. He said, God is an African. Oh, he used the term, God is a Negro. Now, some people say, well, Jamal, you're not know kind of favor favorite God having a dark hue like us. But I tell folks, no, you don't understand what was going on. <laughs> For some of your ancestors, when they were holding church service on Sundays, they weren't praising God. Who were they praising? The people who held them in captivity. Exactly. They were praising that They were on a Sunday morning. They would praise those people before they would go to church. But they're praising them, talking about how good they are, all this other stuff like that. So even when they not get freedom, guess what some black folks are doing? Even when they get freedom, they're still praising a Caucasian image with God to who is the higher power. Bishop Turner said this right here. He said that all people on the planet Earth identify God themselves except for the Negro. Mm. He says, as long as the Negro think that God is white, they shall all think that the devil is black and think that they favor the devil. Wow, wow. So I'm like saying, yo, so when somebody's, when, when they not embracing that, you already understand. They have not already taken that in their heads. But now you make the decision whether to still plant the seeds. Because my folks, I tell people, no, we always, we plant the seeds. I plant the seeds in you and let and let you just take it to another level. Yeah. See, my thing is to give you the information, then let you just take it to another level. Where I've seen that happen with young people, I've seen it. I got, um two 12-year-olds and three 14-year-olds who I gave some information to on our journeys downtown Savannah, and they went before city council. Here go teenagers going before city council, and they were the ones, that getting back banks, they talk about off of River Street. They were the ones that caused now those markets to be down there wow. because they went before the city council, where here you got adults who are afraid to go before the city council who right. can't even talk. Right. So that's why I'm saying so. That's why, again, it goes back divine purposes. They got the information that we shared and they took it to another level. And that's what it's all about. So again, I make the decision. My job is to plant the seed. Doesn't matter who you are, Asian, Latino, African, Caucasian, we're gonna plant Native American. We're gonna plant the information in you.
0: Man, Doc, doc, I got so many questions for you, but uh, we're going to come back because I'm going to ask you about some of the stuff you're doing, especially what you were talking about in Riceboro, Georgia, because I know you're an educator, so I know there's an education, major education component to that. More coming up on Just a Little Toxic Podcast. At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders thyroid, neck and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 Eagles Landing Parkway Suite 110 Stockbridge, Georgia. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology. Our business is your health. Visit us at eldiabetes.org.
4: Hello, and welcome to Kim Mays State Farm Agency. I'm Kim Mays, the owner of Kim Mays State Farm Agency, located here in Stockbridge, Georgia. We're a local insurance agent providing auto, homeowners, life, and health insurance. Our value is that we provide personal customer service to our customers, taking the time to get to know them and making sure that we're providing the coverage that will best protect their family and their needs. If you would like to have a policy review for an appointment today, please give us a call at 770-282-6622. Or
0: you can find us online at www. Thanks, and we look forward to hearing from you. I'm just a little toxic podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Callie Code. I have Brother Jamal, Doctor Teray. Uh, really, just blowing my mind. I have so many uh, questions for, him, but I don't want to. First, I want to uh, talk about you know what you are doing. A Gichi Kunda, and you say it's in it's in Riceboro, Georgia. Riceboro, Georgia. You know, I I read, I do all my read, so I, I have some ancestors. All through there, you feel me? And see, hey, you know when you when you he stunted on me. He said Savannah. He 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 stunted on me, so I be trying to stunt too. I got to throw my little sapelo and hair snake. I throw it all around too. But uh, I, I have some uh, some family that uh, settled in, in Riceboro and did some work out there. So, what are some things y'all doing out there at the uh, Gitche uh Institute?
1: Is the y- cultural center and museum Gitche uh, uh founded by Jim and Pat Picot early two thousand? on I was right there in the early 2000 uh Brian Gray Grant uh, we were all a part of that and so now we have Sabrina Newby of the Coastal Georgia Minority Chamber of Commerce that's She's my girl now, too, yeah.
0: Sabrina
1: my girl definitely. <laughs> ain't nobody told him to do all that right now And <laughs> so Sabrina. Sabrina, hey, nobody and nobody see that this is why black folks ain't got freedom today <laughs> to stuff like that so stuff I, like hey. that I'm Honestly. still learning, Doc. I'm still learning, Doc. Right. He my brother, but that's what <laughs> it's about. <laughs> All right, well, if it, if like it, if it, if it wasn't for Dexter Newby, Sabrina Newby would not be who she is. <laughs> Understand that. Let, let's be, let's be clear about that. See how I taught that division. See right there. See now. <laughs> hey, see, hey, see, hey, see, hey, see, hey, see. Just, D- oh, D- oh, D- oh, D- oh D- I'm just D- saying, D- see, cause he had no, see y'all know how Jamal is. He had no. See, cause he not brought Jamal on out. Jamal was trying, y'all know I was trying to chill, but he won't throw Sabrina up there, so he <laughs> the honor so, all right, so I'm just to re- rewind. Okay, right, yes, right, yes, right, yes, right, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, I'm so, saying so, 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 Sabrina Newby, yes, yeah, she's the administrator, so yeah, and she's doing great work for us. And so, with regard to Konda, because we are in our COVID hiatus right now, we thought, and I sincerely thought, we'll be out of this like, I thought during the summer last year, I thought, so September, so Sister Pat had said, Jamal, we got to do a program. And so my thing was like, bam, we were going to be doing uh, one in September, which is what we had done annually, traditionally there, in September, tied to Stonewall. And Stonewall, for some people you may not realize, on September 9, 1739, we have what occurs, is called called the Stonewall March for Freedom. Mm-hmm. The Africans in Southern South Carolina, Charleston County, are going to free everybody from Charleston County, through Carlton County, Jasper County, McIntosh County, I mean, uh, Buford County, through Chatham County, Bryan County, McIntosh, Liberty, Glen, Camden County, free all the Africans, and they all gone to Florida. Right. So we were gonna celebrate that program. That's my most favorite That's right, right, and so what happened, we still in COVID. And so we have the sugarcane harvest that occurs the Saturday after Thanksgiving. But, again, can't do that because of that. And so right now we're on the COVID hiatus. But people who've been to Kijikuna, you know, you saw the programs that we did, celebrating in Haiti, celebrating Liberia Independence Day in July 26, Haiti, January 1st. So we make sure we celebrate our culture and our history. So that's what Kijikuna is about. So if you know that, you're like, wait a minute. And then they have the, our largest festival is the Gathering, which is the third Saturday in April. So still waiting with regard to that. So, with us, and at one time, we used to do monthly programs and monthly programming again, you know, and we always making sure it's something to infuse our people and inform our people and enlighten our people, so folks come from all over, and they're getting information. We had folks come from Gambia, mm-hmm. Officials from Gambia come, and they saw the African spirit do some things there, and they were like, "Wait a minute, mm. like he's from Africa, right. and Jim Light like, nah.
0: mm, they're powerful. He, from, he
1: from right here and, tapped in. and so and right, like, and they and they so they were like saying. If we get him to Africa, we'll never let him come back. Because they understand the magnitude of it. And like I tell folks, people now realize it. When you come to Gichikunda, you are seeing Africa right now. Yeah. You're seeing Africa in the United States. And this is us with regards to this. And so that's what the museum has been about. And unlike others, um, where we had to filibuster all the time, no, what well, the remarkable thing I tell folks is that Jim could say something to um, uh, Brad Greg and uh, myself and uh, Sister Pat, and guess what? Bam. We go put it on. We don't want people, people to thwart us, and so it's a whole litany of uh, the Gitchyconda family, from with regards to dramas, with regards to dancers, the ring shouters, you know, the, uh, the Georgia get yeah. Gitchy shouters. Yeah. You know, everybody, the, the whole, the whole gamut of folks and folks, because Jim and Pat also have connections to family ties, ancestral ties, going back to Sapelo, also, and but they're also out of Brunswick, Georgia, and so. And Sister Pat heard me do a program there, and I talk about Dr. Bug. Some of y'all don't know Dr. Bug. Dr. Bug had a friend. Hmm. Dr. Friend, Bug's friend, his classmate was a man by the name of Dr. Charles Drew. Wait a minute, Jamal, you mean the man, the blood plasma? We talk about Black History Month, like yeah, Dr. Charles Drew used to hang out in Brunswick, Georgia. Wow. Some people ain't even know that. I didn't know that. I tell you, he used to travel on Seventeen, passing wow. through Harris Neck and all that, wow. going on down, hanging out in Brunswick, Georgia, with his friend, his boy, Dr. Charles Bug, on the porch in Brunswick, Georgia. Wow. Yeah. And so, Pat, let's say um, the house I grew up in was Dr. Bug's house. Mm-hmm. So again, that's what we're going to do. We try those connections and stuff like that. So I might say, so that's what Kitchikon is about. Tell folks, doesn't matter where you're from in the world. we connected to this area.
0: Now, now let me ask you this, because you were talking about the African spirit. and I'm, I'm a mind-body-soul person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm an avid reader of the Bible, avid reader of the Word, but I do understand it as a spiritual book, and I understand it as a black history book. A lot of people don't like I'll, I'll, I'll I'll listen, I'm listening but, to you. Uh, you know, that's that's what I believe. So I do feel there's something different going on with our people. and mm-hmm. I think People are spiritually
1: like getting ready right. to accept and, it and and, you know, and where I, we need to be. Right. I'm listening to so, you. What are some about.
0: things that that you, you would suggest or what are some things you would tell a young person to get themselves ready to uh, take on all this information? What are, what are some things that they can do from the ground level? Say you don't know anything about being Geechee, being Gullah, or nothing. you just live in in Georgia, in southeast Georgia, you just live around the coast, and you just feel like you was born here. What are some things, ground level, that they can do?
1: Um, First thing, just identify any part of Africa, any part, and, and get your own history, get mm-hmm. your own um, uh, I'm just going through something. Um, so when I talk about the African spirit, it is, it's an entity. Mm-hmm. See, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. The African spirit is an entity. And mm-hmm. that um, usually some people say, Jamal, we don't even know you. When I'm like this. They don't know me. Mm. They said Jamal, especially like I have some of the McIntosh County ring shouters. Yeah, exactly. they're like yeah, the they're, they're like show. they're like Jamal. We don't know you. Only we only know you when you got some paint on your face. Right, so right. that's what it is. Because okay. what I did, I manifest some things. And Griffin Lawson said this when we were in a meeting. Reverend Griffin Lawson, um, we were in a meeting down at Dorchester Academy for the Gullah Kitchen Heritage Corridor Commission. And Griffin said this. Griffin said. When I was in Freetown in Sierra Leone, mm-hmm. he said in the market, he said I saw people like Jamal walking around, mm. and so I looked at Griffin, and I like nodded, cause I'm like saying from for that moment I know that he not realize what we are seeing in Riceboro, Georgia, or seeing in Brunswick, or seeing in Savannah, or seeing on Hilton Head when they see me with my face painted and they see all they see the African spirit coming out. Griffin is now understanding like. Yo, he's giving us Africa So that's why I go and say with that That's that element right there But with somebody in general with regards to African Just go ahead and begin studying your story And so I give a proverb And share a proverb with the folks And the proverb is The hunter will always be the hero of the story Until the lion has a historian Mm -hmm. And when I shared that put that in my classes at Savannah State I had one young brother say That's us I'm like, yeah, because what has been going on? You have been buying into the story of the hunter and not even understanding your story as the lion right now. So I tell folks, begin with regard to your own story. No matter where you are, whatever, if you want to start, and you ain't even got to go to Africa. Start in your own city, your own town, your own valley. Start right there about knowing your African connection right there. But then also the other part of this, too. Go talk to some of the elders in the community. Right. And so guess what? Sometimes you might not be getting the best information, but you're getting some, you're getting some sense of community. Right. so some of it might be some babbitt information but you still get some sense of community and so guess what, that helps you to build you up with some other layers of information too that you can utilize later on and talk to family members, you know one thing we don't want to talk to family members We don't. and I'm saying it right, right, we don't want to talk to family members and so we make excuses for not talking to them right. and some of them do shy away from not talking about it, so yeah I, it, it, was uh-uh. like,
0: it was like pulling teeth for me to ask my grandma questions and she don't want to my grandma <laughs> used to tell you, oh, no, I, ain't af- I ain't from Africa and this and, and And she, a family from Sapelo, Harris, Neck, uh, every island you could think of off that coast, her family is spread all over. But I pulled teeth, and what was so crazy was I was in Needwood. I went to the plantation. A lot of things that my grandma told me, I read the books. They were right there. She was not lying. It was there. But asking was like pulling teeth. It, It was, how can somebody who's so connected be disconnected you know and it's hard it's hard to get our generation connected because a lot of older people don't want to talk about it they're not they're not you know they're not as open as you are and you're not up in in, up in the range with those people like elderly people but I'm saying they're not as open as you are even even the people in in our generation they're not as open
1: and and what that comes down to is that um, again you're so intelligent you're so smart you're so bright right now you know how to get the information. Right, right. So where you get the information. And then we ain't even got to take them to Africa. Just go find out about them. How did they grow up? Ask them, where did they go to school? Because that in and of itself gives you some idea. Because how would some of us say, well, oh, I'm going to come back to this other part. But how do you know that sometimes people talk, well, my grandma only went to the third grade. Mm. Inquire about that. Right. And what you might find out that in the location where your grandmother was raised, they only allowed black folks to be educated up until the third grade. Okay. They, only, they only only gave them a school up to the third grade or sixth grade. We think right. like, oh, that's all they want. No, what happened? So now that means right now for you today, right? Like they did my grandmama like that, and they did my granddaddy like that. Guess what? I'm going to surpass all of that right there. So again, now I'm saying is a foundation. So just engage them in conversation. Get some information. Because everything that you get it's gonna benefit you with regards to getting getting insight, getting knowledge. That's what it does. And so, yeah. So we say that. And so, uh, how did I know you was from Neewood? You know how I knew you was from Neewood? Yeah. It's divine. So that he's talking African yeah. spirit So people yeah. understand. So well, people. Are, and, and, like, and just
0: even what you're saying, you're not playing. I, I feel. I feel the vibe. Yeah. Like This whole yeah. conversation yeah. we having, it, it may look yeah. chill, but I feel this brother's energy. Like like real talk. And, and I know that you know we we connected right now to bill you know i want to continue to talk to you and because there's so many things that you touched on and my thing is i, I you know i'm one of those people i study and I, I i learn and i try to dig deeper but i know you know so much and you know so much on another level as an educator, so I'm just I'm I'm enjoying it and, I, and I'm
1: soaking it up. You feel me? i I'm, for real. You know I got I I got I got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got you. you know and I'm saying and then when it comes down to it, that's why the thing about um, the most important thing is the J L A. That that's because again we're a conduit. The African spirit it's, it's just a vessel. And that people have seen when we have done presentations and seeing when I go out there and then bam and we doing the presentation, right. then all of a sudden it just stops. Then it's like now nah, we get speaking. They're like, okay, that's Jamal back. My godfather and godmother, um, who follow they follow traditional spiritualities, and they were like, the first time they saw, they're like, we just witnessed a possession. Right, right, right. And I look right. at them, I laugh, like, okay. But I people all this it is it's just a because it's a part of some of us. That's what the purpose of some of us. You got to understand again, a part of it. Some of us are conduits to pass on, and some of us tend to ignore it. All of us have the ability to be the ones to be the vessels and sometimes we are hard-headed and so we don't do that and we tell folks, a hard head makes for a soft behind. And guess what, we got a lot of soft behind going on <laughs> around here because we ain't, we ain't connected. And just to give an experience, Queen Quet, Queen Quet, who is the Chiefess of the Gullah Gitcher Nation. So we, um, we were part of the instrument for her in July 2002. So we go up there. And so, and the queen cried like, okay, y'all know the spirit got to do something. So the spirit comes, the spirit begins to talk about this man named Dr. Crumb, who was uh, an ambassador, and he has family in-laws who are from, uh, who lived in Bryan County, Georgia. And so um, so we do that, and so then we go back, the spirit then leaves. And so later on, when we we're about to leave, you know, I'm going to change and everything like that. And so the sister who coordinated the instrument, she said, brother, come here. I'm like, yes, ma'am. She said, uh, these people want to talk to you. And so i like, okay, so I go over these folks, and they're like, they said, hey, you the Spirit. And I'm like, I know the Spirit. Right, right So they're right. like, no, oh, they're like, we're from New York. And so I looking, down, I'm like, okay, I'm like, all right, yeah, I said, I know the Spirit. They said, well, this is what happened. We just came down from New York. This is my wife, this is my sister. We came down, and the Spirit talked about Dr. Crum. Mm. So now I'm looking at I'm like, okay. And they said, and we just happened to come down, and we... Wanted to look. At, we knew he was from Charleston, and we were like getting some information. They said that, um, and Dr. Crumb was from Bumpy, John, D- B- Bumpy Johnson, Bumpy mm, Johnson, New
0: York. <laughs> wow.
1: so, oh, that's, right, that's right, right, because Bumpy is from Charleston. Oh, so I yeah, Bumpy is from, yeah, that's right. So that's why again, he like hit hey, my homeboy. So Bumpy, y'all know, y'all like talking about gangster stuff, you know, that classical gangster I stuff. So now here goes Dr. Crump who's an ambassador, all this right here. And so now what occurred, they said. You know, we would like, you know, we said we're gonna come down here, and so we happened to find that some of his papers at the Avery Institute. So we go over to the telephone, we say we're descendants of, of Dr. Crumb. And They said, Whoa, really? So they let them come in. They said, we We're showing the, the director for the Avery at the time, Martin Delaney, said, uh, Marvin Delaney, said, Hey, you know, like, look at this, There's some of this stuff right here. We got this. So then he said, There's gonna be an instrument today, a Queen Quet for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And I said, Y'all might wanna check that out. So they said, we just happened to say hey we'll ride on over we we'll go check it out and that's when they said but when the spirit began to talk about Dr. Crom, the brother said me and my wife and my sister looked at each other and he's sending us a message wow. this is what we gotta do this is what he's letting us know he's approving now, I'm like I said that's the spirit you know wow. that what happened. I've been in Riceboro and done stuff at Sunbeer and all that and people are saying you talked about uncle so and so you saw Uncle Jonah that's our grand uncle like we at the church and like nothing, we hear Uncle Jonah, and they like we all looking around like that's Uncle Jonah, and so that's why I tell folks that it's just again part of that purpose, and so that's why we do, and that's why what people see when you had asked me early on about um, pretty much like do I change my tune? Yeah, I can change my tune.
0: Right, right. The message is the message. That's right. And you know what? I wish we could have more time because I because we need to talk about because you're talking about the spirit and some of the very things you you're saying. It's the same talk as I hear in the Pentecostal church, but people are scared of it. But see, I ain't finna start you up because we're running out of time. I'm going to have Dr. Teray come back. Tell them where they can get more information about Geechee Kunda
1: and uh, keep up with you, Dr. Ture. All right. You can go to uh, org, uh, Geechee and Sabrina Newby, Coastal Georgia Minority Chamber of Commerce. And with regards to that, myself, Jamal Teray, DayCleanSoul.com or 912 220 Five nine six six, Or you can call on Facebook, Amir Terray, A M I R T O U R. He got two Facebook pages. And so on uh, IG is Day Clean Soul. Same thing on Twitter, dot Day Clean Soul. Hit us up with regard to that. The other telephone number, 912 257 0078. We're right around here all the time. And I tell people, you, you can Google and put in there. And you know, Jamal Terray. Even tours in Savannah. And our tour company is Day Clean Journey. So that's how you get in touch with us. And we take it to another level. But I ain't going to say nothing. When y'all talk about catching the Holy Ghost, that's a possession. But I ain't going to say nothing right now. Because some not, of y'all aren't even not, understanding nah, that. We, that's we, a possession. We, we, so don't even go to my IET or Vudan. That's the same thing, baby. We ain't even going to start dark up. Because it's
3: toxic. It's toxic. <laughs> we toxic in here. I'm just a little toxic podcast. I'm your
0: host, Cali Code. And that was my conversation with Dr. Tarek I got more coming up, though. Hey,
3: stay with us. Your boy Chevrock telling you about Golden Crust, one of my favorite places to eat. Come and try one of our nine world famous Jamaican patties. Baked fresh daily. Options include beef, chicken, veggie, shrimp, jerk chicken, cheesy beef, and more. All perfect with a nice warm cocoa bread, baby. Tender braised oxtail, a real Caribbean treat, the best jerk chicken in town. Brown stewed chicken, curry chicken, curry goat. The food nice. Famous hard old bread and authentic Jamaican pastries. Golden Crust now has 10 stores across Georgia in College Park, McDonough, Kennesaw, Stone Mountain, Conyers, Lawrenceville, Morrow, Douglasville, Stonecrest, Snellville. Come taste the rhythm of the islands at your nearest Golden Crust. It's your boy Chubb Rock, so you know that name, Chubb. I know food, baby. I've been eating at Golden Crust for at least 20 years now. And I'm telling you, this is the place to go. Ten locations in Georgia. All my people here. You don't have to be Caribbean. Everybody,
5: trust the crust. Your friendly local tax experts are just around the corner and happy to help. Make your way down to Liberty Tax Service on Hudson Bridge Road today. We can handle all of your tax needs, including, but not limited to, personal and business tax preparation. We also provide correspondence assistance. Our offices will help you handle all IRS and state tax return correspondence that you receive, including audits, letters, and inquiries about your tax return. We also have our very own in-house certified public accountant, whose services include income tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and life and medical insurance. Liberty Tax Service on Hudson Bridge Road in Stockbridge, Georgia, is a one-stop shop to ensure that all of your tax needs are met. Whether you're an individual or a business, Liberty Tax Service on Hudson Bridge Road is here for you. Get your maximum tax refund and the friendly service you deserve. Why wait? Visit us today. We are located at 1465 Hudson Bridge Road in Stockbridge, Georgia, Suite 111. Or feel free to give us a call at 678-814-4507. We here at Liberty Tax Service on Hudson Bridge Road are excited about servicing your tax prep needs.